Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. This episode, I talked to Kylie Heath. If you don't follow Kylie Heath already, you must. She's at Kylie Heath Hair on Instagram. She is an amazingly talented hairstylist. She started working in this industry at like 21 years old and has managed to create an unbelievable career for herself. She started assisting hairstylists like Renato Campora and Jenny Cho, who are some of the best in the business. These experiences gave her the opportunity to actually key looks for Vogue's annual fashion show, as well as the Marquesa collections during New York Fashion Week. I've been working with her for probably 10 years now, and no one out there does my hair like Kylie. Some of her celebrity clients these days include Nicole Kidman, Kristen Stewart, Rachel McAdams, Diane Kruger, Sofia Vergara, Riley Keough, and Liam Helmsworth. I mean, do I even need to say any more about her? She gives amazing, amazing tips. Definitely get a piece of paper and pen out and enjoy hearing from Kylie about the crazy but wonderful and creative life of a hairstylist. I am sitting here with Kylie Heath, an amazing, amazing hairstylist. Kylie has been doing my hair for how long would you say? Like so you were my first ever celebrity client. Oh my God. Yeah. Tell us the story. So, well, I was working in a salon to start, and I knew that I wanted to style hair. Like mm-hmm. I, I liked being there. I liked doing cut and color, but I preferred styling. And so I ended up meeting an agent at the Wall Group. And was she, this all in Los Angeles? You were working at a salon. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I moved to LA from Orange County right after school, and I was nineteen, and I started at a salon in Beverly Hills. So young. And yeah, young. And I, I know I feel grateful that I knew what I wanted to do, but I was so scared to move to LA. Like growing up in Santa Cruz. Yeah. I was a totally different environment yeah, for you. Yeah. And so competitive. LA is such a big city with probably like hundreds and thousands of people trying to be hairstylists. Yeah. yeah. And in Beverly Hills, there's like on our street where the salon was, the salon's not there anymore, but it was right by La Scala. Yeah. And there were, there's like 
seven salons on that one street. Right. But I was so I was so young and like naive that I didn't even think about it. I was like, I'm going there. I'm going to do this. Like I didn't even. But I was nervous, and I remember telling my parents like I didn't know about LA, and yeah, they're like, just give it three months, and if you hate it, you can always move and work somewhere else. And Mm -hmm. so did that. I liked the salon. I learned a lot there, but I just. I knew I wanted more. So I was like trying to do photo shoots through, it was called like Model Mayhem, like this okay. random site. I was <laughs> yeah. doing like random test shoots and like so did not. So you would get booked as just like a freelance stylist. Like you'd sign yourself up and you're like, I'm available. I'll do whatever. And that's how you started getting your name out there. Yeah. And it was like yeah. brand new photographers, new models, new hair, that's makeup cool. people all connected. And it was like a way to, you know, to build your portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. So does that still exist? I have no clue. Because that's a really and cool idea. It is a great idea because it's. I had no clue how to start. And yeah. I was like, okay, you know, doing that here and there. Met some people, but nobody that I'm even in touch with now, you know? Like right. it was just kind of a good way to get started and get even get practice styling totally. for editorial. It's so different than Working weddings or, yeah, in yeah. the salon. And, and then... Um, I was blow drying a woman's hair. I had started out in the salon as um, a receptionist because I wanted to work there so bad. And they're like, we don't have room for you. So, and I was like, I don't care. I'll do anything. And so I started out as a receptionist. And then after a couple months, I was assisting on the floor. Amazing. But I knew how to close the salon down because I worked at the front desk. So one um, woman from CAA called and was like, I need a haircut. Um, we had given out like coupons for VIP people to come in and get their hair done for free. And I was like, I'll stay after, like, you know, if you guys will let me, if the salon would let me. And they're like, yeah, you know how to shut everything down. So so I was cutting this woman's hair and talking to her about how I wanted to get into the editorial world. And I still didn't even know what existed, you know. And she's, yeah. like, she's like, oh, my old assistant um, works at the wall group now. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I had no idea what the wall group was. Yeah. You're like, that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, I was like, amazing. That's so cool. Like, I'd love to talk to her. And um, and so so she like took a picture of her hair, sent it to her old assistant, Hillary Williams. Yeah. Amazing. Hillary Williams is actually a manager here at at um, Digital Brand Architects in Dear Media. I just saw yeah. her in the lobby she's like she's in a meeting. Down. Yeah. I just was Aww, like, hell. but yeah, so she connected us and right after this woman, Sandra, left, I just, you know, Googled the wall group yeah. and the woman who does, who did PR for our salon, I told her and she was like, do anything and everything they ask you to. She was like, wow. that is it. Like, that's what you want to do and just go for it, you know? So... I reached out to Hillary, told her to come in whenever she wanted for a blow dry. We mm-hmm. connected. She loves a blow dry. Loves a blow dry. <laughs> yeah. oh, she probably gets her hair blow, blow dried every time she washes it, I would say. Yeah, probably like three or four times yeah. a week. Yeah. Um, by the way, you guys, the Wall Group is an agency that represents hairstylists, makeup artists, stylists, photographers, all different creatives that set you up with like celebrities and editorial shoots, right? Yeah. You know, growing up, I didn't even know that existed. But any billboard, any magazine you look at, there's a full team behind it. Right. And there's agents that book the artists. On, they're, they're like the middleman to mm-hmm. connect, you know, the production company or the publicist with the talent right so so yeah just being connected with them I was like wow this is crazy and I started assisting anytime that they would call me and be like we need you to assist somebody in 30 minutes like yeah and I I would 
tell just the salon I'm I have out. to go. Yeah. And so you started, they put you on like an assistant list, right? Like you start just being an assistant to all the actual stylists that are on the roster. Exactly. And then you work your way up towards becoming an actual person on the roster. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And do you need to secure a certain amount of celebrities in order to become a regular on the roster? Or how did that step next take place? Yes. With assisting, they basically said, like, if you're a yes person and say yes all the time, you will have the opportunity to assist a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And then they'll vouch for you. And then the agency will start trusting you to, like, you know, book you on smaller jobs or things that some of their other bigger artists don't want to do. So I did say yes to literally everything and anything they'd ask me to. Much of it was free, you know. Wow. And did I ever make you do things for free? No. Okay, good. No, you, I don't ever you never take did. Advantage. No, no, you are so. And, you were and like I would. 20. You were. It was literally. Were you twenty one? I you think started with me. I think I had just turned twenty one. Yeah. So it was like eight. Yeah, eight years ago. Oh my god, <laughs> so crazy. I know. I know. It's so crazy. No, you and I would have been happy to. I was happy to do it for free because it was like my. It's kind of what you have to do when you start yeah. out. You have to be able to just, you know, you have to just say yes because right. if you don't, somebody else will. Right. And just and put your ego aside and realize that these are the steps that you have to take in, in order to reach yeah. these goals. Yeah. yeah. That's what's hard. I think so many people like expect to just make it so quickly and are not necessarily super willing to put in the work. But I feel like the more people like you that I'm meeting, the stylists, the makeup artists, it's really like a long road to it. I mean, we know a makeup artist that I work with all the time that's 40 and is just starting to assist, you know? So there is like this trajectory you have to fulfill. Yeah, there is. And yeah, it's just, you have to just show how committed and how focused you are in just doing that. And it's also a good testament to, I was happy to do it. I didn't care what I was getting paid. And that was a sign that I was like, I'm on the right path because this makes me happy and brings me joy, even though, I'm I was not making good money in the right. beginning. But I wasn't in the salon either. You know, I was right. making min- I was making eight dollars an hour, like oh minimum my God, wage. Seriously. And so then I, tips, right? And then tips here yeah. and there, like but I was assisting, so it's not like they were amazing. But right. um and luckily since I was young and I am so grateful to have supportive parents and they were really supportive of me doing this, they thought of it as like my master's program. So they're right. like, if you need anything, we're here for you. Because I was making no money and to pay for rent and everything. So I'm really grateful yeah. that I had that, but I didn't want that, you know, too. No, I was you like, wanted I wanted to get it done on your yeah. own. Yeah. yeah. But so. that 20, we're 19 years old, you're not expected to be like having a booming career. Like most people are in college. So yeah. for you, you were still so young. That was really obviously lucky that your parents were able to help support you. Yeah. That. But it took you only two years to start to be able probably to pay your bills, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because, and I could pay most of my things, but they did help with my rent a little bit Yeah. when I was at the salon. And then, yeah, and then I started booking my own little jobs here and there. And I was like, wow, the, you know, the money was much better than what I was making at the salon. And, and then I remember... I was maybe going to go to Toronto for the film festival and it would have all been out of pocket. I wouldn't have been making any money. I would have been maybe breaking even. And Hillary called me and I was at the salon and she was like, I need you to get on a plane tonight to go to New York Fashion Week for Whitney Port. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, so excited. I was like, I, whatever, I'm doing it. (laughs) So booked my flight, went to New York. And I think that was the first time I 
worked with you. Yeah, I would love to get pictures of that. I have pictures. Oh I saw God, pictures okay, recently. Show me afterwards. <laughs> yeah, well, Kylie is, I mean, from day one, one of the most talented people that have ever done my hair. Like, you no. just have this natural touch. That's and nice. because she is a celebrity stylist for people like Nicole Kidman and Emma Roberts, Rashida Jones, Amy Poehler. Ashley Benson, Kieran and Shipka. Am I saying that right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so she, you, I mean, it's amazing that you're so young and that you've been able to accomplish so much. Let's talk about the celebrity clientele. I think a lot yeah. of people want to hear about that. Do you have any nightmare story of a celebrity? Obviously, you don't have to name names, but yes. I would love um, to know. I mean, I d- I'm trying to think too of like the juiciest because in general, people are pretty nice. That's and, good to hear. And, you know, you're entering, you know, their homes or hotel rooms in their most vulnerable state. No makeup, right. wet hair, you know. Yeah. Sweatpants, whatever. Totally. And so I think they, in general, like, want to trust you and be nice to you because, mm-hmm. because of that. Because you're trying – you're hopefully making them look their best. Yes. So you don't – yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And so um, one that stands out in particular <laughs> – this woman I just I had been booked with her for three days in a row which normally doesn't happen if you haven't worked with somebody before Mm -hmm. and she just is not the nicest woman (laughs) um like one thing older she's like in maybe 40 okay not I wouldn't say old no okay at all okay (laughs) she's definitely not old she's gorgeous like Mm you know, talented, all of those things. Like I think A-list. A-list. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And which, this is also funny, like a lot of times the A-list actresses are actually the most chill. Like they're used to this, go with yeah. it, they're confident. They're actually really, usually so confident and happy and nice. And That's amazing. kind of go with the flow. Yeah. But sometimes it's like the really new ones that mm-hmm. are insecure. just starting out and they're super insecure. So they, they, you know, kind of take things out more. Ones mm-hmm. that, you know, hit a show and got famous really quickly that are kind of get like this ego and are a little bit more difficult, mm-hmm. I've found. Interesting. Um, which is interesting because yeah. I'm like, if you only knew that like so-and-so actually is the most lovely and would never treat me this way. Right. Like wake up. Right. Even on one show, yes, you know, teeny, teeny boppers like are obsessed. But, right. you know. This can only last so long if you behave this way. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, so this woman, she like was smoking cigarettes in her house. Oh my God. (laughs) And I was just like, this is just not, no. No. Um, but whatever. Just, I always also give people the benefit of the doubt because sometimes they're having a bad day. So even if they're rude to you, I'm like, it's not, doesn't mean they're a bad person. Maybe they're just having a bad day. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I need to think about that more because last week I, I posted on my Instagram this video about like mom bullies because mm-hmm. I went to this event and two women were really not nice to me. And I was thinking more about it like maybe I should give people more the benefit of the doubt. Like maybe it was an awkward encounter and like they weren't ignoring me. They just like were having a bad day or they wanted to they wanted to engage in like some other activity that the event had to offer, or whatever, you know. So I'm sure you have to read people all the time and try not to take it personally. Yeah, you yeah. do. But also if somebody makes you – I also don't think somebody should just make you feel that way when you first meet them. Like, that's just – True. Yeah. You know, a really great, nice person isn't going to do that, True. I feel. But there are cases where people are just, you know, 
in a bad mood and maybe they're going to be nice to you the next time you work with them. Yeah. Well, maybe they're not. Yeah. But, but yeah. And, yeah. Th- and this person, she like, anyways, I like did her hair. She was like fine with it. Disappeared upstairs forever. We're like waiting, 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 waiting. You were like, finished with her? You were still working on it? Finished with her. She, oh my God. Okay. She was kind of like nitpicky, which I'm fine with. Tell me what you want differently and I do not get take my feelings personally? hurt. Okay. No. I was going to ask you that because I feel like I would... I would take it personally sometimes, but yeah, no, I has really their own taste. Yeah, I want somebody to feel like I'm there to make somebody feel great yeah. and feel pretty in their best self. And if they don't feel that way, I don't feel like I did my job. Totally. So I would way rather somebody be like, "Hey, can you change this?" Then be like, "Oh, she didn't do it right, and I never want to work with her again." Totally, that's true. But yeah. of course, sometimes you'd be like, "Oh, like I'm." If you can't get it right, that's really stressful. Like mm-hmm. if still after a while, it's like not right which doesn't happen very often, that's, like, the worst. Right. And this person, she ended up coming downstairs with her hair completely different. <gasps> no. She just did it herself. Just did it herself. Took it out. Took it out and I'm dying it to know was trying it to be – was being, <laughs> like, really condescending. And, like, I felt like she did it on purpose to make me feel bad. Oh. <sighs> Like without giving if me the I chance. If I were gonna do that, I would have waited until you left, right. and then if you saw the pictures of me later, been like, you know what, I had to change mine. Like yeah. it's nothing about you. I changed my outfit or whatever. Like I would have tried to figure out a way to make you not yeah. feel bad about it. Well, that actually just happened to me, by the way, which I could tell okay. the story to. Yeah. Which I don't. It was not even a a big deal, but yeah. like I did one thing, and she was happy, but she's growing out her bangs, and then she had put it half up, and she told me she's like I had to pull my hair half up like I'm I loved how you prepped it whatever and was so sweet and I'm like I felt horrible that she didn't leave feeling amazing amazing even though I thought she did Mm because it seemed fine but she was really sweet and I don't it does it's not that's not a big deal but the way this was done and I had been with her for a few days and I could just tell it was like a like a dig at you yeah ew and I just was like it was just very odd and to make us sit and wait and wait and wait just for her to change it I know. Did she come down dressed too? Um, like was yeah. she even ready? She was ready to go. Okay. And then you just and I was like, all right, okay, like, never and gonna work like, with you again. Can I? How, can I do something different? I think I did. And she's like, like, no, I'm fine. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that is a nightmare so. story. When you go into their homes or their hotel rooms or wherever, do you have to stop yourself from just like looking around and wanting to like go in all the bathrooms <laughs> and their closets and stuff? Because I feel like I would be the worst with that. I mean, there's been like, I mean, yes and no. I feel like since I do it all the time, I don't really think twice, but I yeah. do. I'm that person. If there's an open house in my neighborhood, I want to go. <laughs> totally. I love I mean, looking at what people I used do. To do that on the yeah. weekend. Yeah. yeah. My parents used to take us all the time, and I'd be yeah. like, "Why are we going to an open house? Are we looking for?" New house they're like no and I didn't get it and now I'm like I get it totally. I love it totally. I love looking at you know how people redo their bathroom or Me just too. everything I Me love too. it so in that sense I do I would love to like have a house tour and I've had clients like be like let me show you around like you want to see and I love that yeah but aside from that no like there's certain people like I'm like what does she use on her skin because I gotta know you know things yeah. like that yeah but usually I can kind of ask them and we could talk about that you sort of um, like read them first and see yeah. if, if they would feel okay answering those kinds yeah. of things yeah yeah now let's take a quick break and talk about audible Well, hopefully, as a lot of you guys know by now, listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, better parents and leaders. 
And there's really no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experience and ways of thinking. Right now, I'm currently listening to Tina Fey's Bossy Pants and Malcolm Gladwell's The Tipping Points on Audible. You guys can get so much more than ever before if you become an Audible member. You can choose three different titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. I definitely, definitely need this. At-home fitness is so necessary for me right now. I have had such a hard time getting out to go to the gym and also meditation. Just to be able to have something to guide you and listen to is really, really, really valuable. They deliver bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and so much more. And they're all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Mel Robbins and Rachel Hollis and David Goggins. You guys, this is so convenient. Members can access Audible anytime at the gym, while commuting, for me, like on my way here, or if I want something to listen to while Sonny's in the car, a voice that will soothe him. It's just that perfect on-the-go convenient app on any device, and you can always pick up exactly where you left off. It also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits, and you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Start listening with a 30-day Audible trial, and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash withwit or text withwit to 500 Zero. That's with wit. W I T H W H I T. I highly, highly, highly recommend this. For all of you guys listening to this right now, you obviously love listening to things and listening to podcasts. So why not go check out Audible? Now let's get back to the episode. What do you think is like the it style for the summer? Like, what are we seeing a lot of? Do you think like the bob is over? What are we seeing? I thought the bob was over yeah. and I was wrong. Like, yeah. I, I feel like everyone just cut their hair off and like dyed it brown. Yeah, do you feel I, like that? Totally, 100%. And I think people are doing like bangs too. Yeah. Like a lot of bangs with short hair. Yeah. And I um, didn't expect that for some reason. I was like, oh, like everyone's doing that and it's cute. I like it. And I, I find people are kind of going towards like a more natural texture. Yes. Like, which like is like beachy wave is kind of ugh. Yeah. And now it's just more like look like you just woke up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like the very undone like like how your hair but, is right yeah. now. Yeah. It's like half wet, half Yeah. <laughs> half frizzy. <laughs> With a little frizzy. No, yeah. 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 Um so I think that and um yeah, I feel like in summer people kind of want like to do less yeah with their hair I know I'm like I cut mine off a year and a half ago or whatever Mm -hmm. and now I'm like it's getting long it's getting long but then I see all these cute shortcuts like Lucy Boynton I saw her new cover of C Magazine it's so cute and I was like oh but then I'm like I don't look like her so why doesn't that kind of annoy you when people bring in pictures of other people and then they expect it to look like that and you're like but you don't look like that person okay that's a very good point because a lot of times people bring a picture and I'm like your hair color is not anything like that neither is your hair texture yeah and it's, it reminds me my mom would be like I want my hair to look like that I'm like mom you have that haircut you just need to style it I'm yeah. like you can do that actually like on the other end of it right but 
But yeah, people do that all the time. All the time. So, I try not to do that now. Like I'll really only tag pictures of hair and, and makeup that I think I can actually achieve. And yeah. Look like. I think that's a good suggestion like for everyone just to find your whether it's a celebrity or a model, your doppelganger. find your doppelganger yeah. or the person who you have the same hair of and only look at pictures of their hair for reference or totally. people like find a couple, like three people mm-hmm. and um, for makeup too, find your like doppelganger and then with your you, skin tone yeah. and the shape of your eyes. Yeah. I think that's a really good tip. Yeah. Figure out who that is. I should figure out who that is. Too. I feel like mine people are like Catherine Heigl. Which is not super exciting. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Ivanka Trump, who is beautiful, That's, though I don't agree with everything she's Somebody told for. me that I look like Ivanka Trump. Really? Uh-huh. Okay. So maybe we We're look just alike. Right, maybe. <laughs> How often should you wash your hair? I... I would say I do like an every three-day thing. If I work out, like I do hot yoga, so I have to do something. But sometimes if I had shampooed it the day before, then the next day I'll just do conditioner on the ends. Like I'll rinse out what I think is the dirty part, but just some conditioner. So how often would you say people should really shampoo? I do the same thing as you. I feel like our hair texture is kind of similar. Yeah. It really depends on the person. Like Mm -hmm. um, I have an aunt and she can go five days without washing her hair and it could look not even greasy. Like she has very coarse ton of hair. Ashley, my sister Um, is like that too. Yeah. Yeah. And it just lasts well and is fine. Mm -hmm. So if I say some people can go five days, but I'd say the average person like every other day or yeah, like every third day would be kind of like the max. But not every day because the shampooing kind of strips the oils out of your hair, right? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It can be drying. But now there are so many things. Like I also love using a deep conditioner as a regular conditioner. Like I'll keep it in my shower and I'll use like if my hair feel or I'll just kind of use it every time I wash my hair, but I won't leave it on as long. You'll just use it like a regular conditioner. Yeah. It's not like a five or 10 minute routine. Yeah. But is there a specific leave-in conditioner or mask or whatever it is that you love? I use so like my shower. It's like Sephora. Like product (laughs) heaven. I have so many things and I, I honestly will use all of them. I saw the picture of your shower on your Instagram and I was like, all of her bottles look like curated, like they're from the same brand. They're so beautiful. My shower looks like disgusting. I have like, I don't know. So I feel much like that though. Shit. I feel like mine looks like random shit too. And I'm like, John was probably like, what the hell? Because there yeah. will be a lineup of like, you know, 10. Right. Do you use products. all of them? And I use all of I them. I kind of do too. I have like seven different face <laughs> yeah. washes. Yeah. I'm like I, that too. Yeah. And I'm like, it just depends on the texture of my skin that yep. day. Same. Yeah. Like sometimes I need an exfoliating wash. Sometimes I just want to use Cetaphil. Sometimes I need something that's really going to clean it. Sometimes I want something super moisturizing. Like I feel like, I don't know, a lot of people have said don't use a ton of different things on your hair and your skin. Yeah. But I don't know. And then some people say like sometimes if I do use one thing for a long time, I feel like I need to switch it up. Yeah. Like my, um, I've been using a CC cream on my skin for so long and I feel like I need to switch it. Which I'm one like, have you been using? The It Cosmetics. That's what I it's use. It's my favorite. It's the best. I it's just the got best. Paige on it the other day. Oh, you did? Yeah. It's the best. And it has 50 sunscreen. I'm obsessed yeah. with it. Yeah. And I don't know if it's I'm in between colors because I'm so pale right now, but the light one is kind of not exactly my skin tone. Yeah. I don't know if that's what it is, but I'm like, I need to switch it up. And so I find when I just with the, the shower, I'm like, 
some days I'm in the mood because of the fragrance even. Right. I'm like, I want to use that one That's today. actually, yeah. Or sometimes it's just, I'm like, my hair just needs an extra yeah. love. Or my hair, I did go like three days and I really need to like do a deep cleaning. Yeah. So it just really depends. So you have all different brands. Is there, are yeah. there any go-tos? I have, um, yes. One that we always have in our shower because um, Jono, my boyfriend, loves it so much too, is Living Proof Perfect Hair Day. Oh, okay. That's one of our favorites. Amazing. It has a really nice clean smell. Um, Jennifer it, Aniston is the yeah. face of that, right? Yeah. Or is she an investor or something? I think she's an investor yeah. also with yeah. um, Chris McMillan, I think. Oh, okay. I wow. think he invested in it too. I should okay. check my facts, but um, I'm pretty sure they did it together. Mm-hmm. Um, so Living Proof Shampoo. Yeah, it's Perfect Hair Day. They have perfect a full line. Okay. And I, I like a lot of their products in general, but I love their shampoo and conditioner. Good to know. And they have a good um, mask also. Okay. Mm-hmm. Amazing. What is the best way to grow out your hair. Someone told me, because I am in the process of growing it out, that I should be getting it trimmed very slightly, like every six weeks. Is that too often? What do you think? I think that's too often. You do? Yeah. I do. It's kind of like, is that actually going to grow out? I know. So your hair is supposed to grow a half of an inch a month Mm. on average. So okay. if you're getting a tiny trim every six weeks, it's going to take you a while. Off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm all for this deep conditioner thing. I swear, yeah. if you're using deep conditioning treatments on just your ends, like once a week mm-hmm. and like leaving it on, I think it really changes the integrity of your ends. Okay. And another tip, if you really want your hair to grow out, you might have to, you know, if you're really blonde, you might have to like be like, hey, I can't get my hair done as much as I want right. or as much as I normally would because I think that does make a big difference yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, because then you have the breakage. Yeah, because I had a platinum blonde pixie cut for when I was in um, oh my God. your faces. I wish you guys could see your faces. Um, oh, no, well, you don't like want to. Well, that's like very Lucy Boynton. Or is pixie cut like – It was like Justin like, Bieber in no. 2010. No. <laughs> That had to be on trend, though. It wasn't it was, like you just did that out of nowhere. It was when um, Victoria Beckham had her hair oh, super short. Well, and she's the chicest. I was, well, I, I was in cosmetology school. And you don't look like guy, Victoria Beckham, I don't though. look like you Victoria Beckham. You should have taken a was, out of here. Well, I did not want, like, I was in school. And yeah. I was like, I have this vision. This would be so pretty on you. Oh. And I was, I had a bob already. I had short hair. But I just wanted a little something different. And he convinced me, along with other kids in my class, do to it. do it. And I did it. And oh. I cried for two weeks. And then my friend was like, look, you need to own it. You mm-hmm. need to go get some eyeshadow mm-hmm. and a leather jacket. <laughs> and you need to own this. And otherwise, it is going to look bad. Like, you need to just be like Meg Ryan yep. and just totally 100%. go for the look. Like, and so I did. to the yeah. look. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I so I did. But there. growing it out was horrible. Yeah. And... I went through so many different haircuts, and I will say, like, if you're growing your hair out from super short, yeah, you might want to get extensions just for the front of okay. your hair okay. to fill in the holes because, as you know, like, the back seems to grow faster than the front. Yeah. It doesn't. It just is further down the head, so okay, the hair gets longer back there first. Mm-hmm. And so if you just get extensions to fill in the front, you go from that awkward length to having a bob just by that and that changed my that really helped me to grow it out and then I kind of grew out my natural color for a while once it was like more to my um, collarbone yeah and then it really helped my hair grow okay now let's take a quick break and talk about care of okay you guys so I was recently turned on to care of 
Care Of is an amazing subscription service that delivers vitamins and supplements customized for your own specific health needs. You take a short quiz. It's super short, super easy, actually kind of fun. You learn more about yourself and answer questions about your diet, your lifestyle, fitness and health goals, and then Care Of puts together a personalized plan just for you. This was so necessary for me. So many people have been telling me that I needed to take a daily vitamin, and so Care Of was the answer to what I needed, especially with summer approaching and, well, summer's here now, I guess. Health and wellness is a really big priority. I need to obviously take care of myself in order to take care of my family. And Care Of makes it so easy to upgrade your health routine. The online quiz is really amazing. Like they ask you things about how much sleep you're getting. Are you looking for more energy? Do you need something to help support weight management or healthy hair, skin, and nails? Like it really gets super personalized. It's very easy and convenient. You know, it can be really hard to know exactly what vitamins or supplements you need. So Care Of makes it easy to find out what you specifically need in order to feel and just be your healthiest. Care of make sure what you're putting into your body comes from the best sources, backed by honest guidance and transparency, all available to you on their website. There are vegan and vegetarian supplement options available to match your dietary needs and to ensure you're getting the nutrients you need for those specific diets. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty easy. It's very quick. It's definitely what you need to get your summer healthy routine going. For 25% off your first Care Of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter with WIT. I really love taking the quiz. Like I said, I learned so much about myself, and I love how cute and convenient the individual packets are. They name a specific health goal I have, and I just feel like I really got a personal experience with my vitamins, which doesn't always happen. So again, for 25% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter with wit. Now let's get back to the show. How do you combat frizz? Like well, people have really, I mean, frizzy hair, I will say is in style. Like yeah. I think natural frizz, anything natural, I think is what goes these days. I think so too. Um, so, I mean, but. I guess my tip would be to just let the frizz be, but more, I guess, like what about flyaways? Because flyaways yeah. are a different kind of unattractive frizz, especially when you're trying to have a style. Yeah, they are. I would say um, hairspray. Mm-hmm. There are like a lot of people like on set, we use um, hairspray with a toothbrush. Oh, like a flat tip. toothbrush. Okay. Um, and you just can brush, you know, the where the if you're having down. the flyaways like around the part, you just brush the hairs down with some hairspray. Like you so could spray you spray the hair spray onto the brush yeah. and then brush it down. And then just kind of like brush it down. Amazing. And um and then there's like styling creams, like you can use your boyfriend's like styling cream to like just use the tiniest bit to like kind of smooth those out. Yeah. And then for like throughout the hair I would say yeah like just pulling a styling cream through you could even use like a little bit of conditioner like if you're letting your hair air dry yeah like put a tiny bit in your hands and use it as a styling cream yeah Um, I love that it's a 10 I know that it's a drugstore mm -hmm. brand but I've been using it's a 10 leave-in conditioner since I mean since I've known you probably since college and like 
I feel like it just adds that extra bit of moisture so yeah. that I don't that the natural frizz doesn't necessarily come like just the right amount comes. Yeah, I actually really like that um, leave-in conditioner too. Yeah, because it doesn't make it then feel greasy or oily. Yeah, but it's something that simple that will take away that like extra frizz. Like yes. my hair is really frizzy right now. Yeah, but um, another tip. Sorry, yeah. guys, that I was just thinking that yeah. I just learned and kind of taught myself, which I'm yeah. proud of, is that <laughs> when I get out of the shower now, I used to brush my hair afterwards every time. And now I don't brush my hair. Oh, my sister-in-law you, taught me okay, this. Okay, do you brush it in the shower? No. Oh, well, I run through it with my fingers. Okay. And then I – so I feel like that – and my conditioner is really moisturizing. So I don't yeah. feel like I need to brush it. I run through it with my fingers. And then I get out and I towel dry. And then I never brush it. Yeah. And my sister-in-law, who has amazingly beautiful curly hair, told me – I was like, Hillary, how do you have these amazing curls? She's like, I've never brushed my hair. Yeah. I'm like, Okay. Okay, I I feel like I saw you posted something about that on your story. Maybe. Did I? Maybe like a long a long time ago. Okay. It must have been when you first started. Yeah, I saw it somewhere, and I was like, I, just I had heard it like a year ago. I think. Okay, I yeah. feel like I saw it, and I one other friend of mine, um, a hairstylist who has super long hair, a guy. Yeah, he told her that he does the same. Yeah, and so we were both like, let's try it because we have similar texture. And so I was doing that for a second, but I would brush my hair with conditioner in, in the, the shower. shower. Okay, my hair gets like. It gets all crazy and super matted underneath. Yeah. So I'd brush it in the shower and then not do it. And for me, it was like torture really? to not be able to brush my hair. Yeah. I'm so used to it. I know. It, it feels really good brushing your hair. But my hair felt – it looked so amazing. Yeah. It was extra – like it rather than being like more like frizzy, it just had like more natural body waves. and curls. Yes. Yeah. That's what I so, found. Like I found like my hair actually wants to do a really pretty wave when I yeah. don't touch it. Yeah. Do you use the tangle teaser? Having really naughty hair, do you use the tangle I teaser? don't. I, you should. I like the Sheila Stotts. It's like the removal brush. It's, oh. Her brushes are meant – she made them for extensions. Okay. But they're amazing. Like it's a staple in my kit and I – I use it every single day. Do you brush Ray's hair? By the way, Kylie's an amazing mom to Ray. She's one? She's, yes. Uh, she's almost 17 months. Oh, my God. She's yeah. almost one and a half. Yeah, she's almost one and a half. Um, so Ray is the cutest, and she, yeah, she's only three months younger than Sunny, and she also is getting, like, curly oh. hair. Yes. How do you manage it? I'm my, Sunny's hair is getting so out of control. I can't, I can't brush it anymore because – like he freaks out yeah. and he I cut out a dreadlock yesterday. Uh, I had to. Aww. But like a lot of people have asked me, how do you manage a kid with curly hair? Because Have you cut his hair? I or haven't cut he it. He has the cutest hair I've ever seen. It's getting so froy. It's so cute. <laughs> Since Ray's hair is curly now, I'm yeah. like can it please just end up being like that for the forever? Forever. Because her hair's still like really thin, like and kind soft. of baby hair, but it's getting longer and it's still really curly. So I'm yeah. like, maybe it will stay. So I do comb her hair after the bath just because I think it's cute. Yeah, I and know. I lo- I used to love like to comb it back and, and look like, like a little old man. Yeah, totally. But he doesn't no, he yeah. won't let me no. brush it anymore. And now it's gone to the point where it's like so knotted because I haven't brushed it in three weeks. And his looks so thick. Yeah. Like I don't need so to. If I didn't dense. brush Ray's hair, like and I don't even every night. Mm-hmm. If I don't, it's totally fine. Yeah. It doesn't get too tangled That's yet. That's lucky. Yeah. Well, with Sunny, just for all you curly-haired moms of babies or 
moms of curly hair babies, I actually do put conditioner in the ends Mm -hmm. when I'm shampooing his hair and rinse it out. And then I use my it's a 10 on his ends. And I kind of just try to slyly like run my fingers through it while he's not really paying attention. Okay. Do you have any postpartum hair loss advice while we're on the mom page? Like did you lose hair and what should – women do so it's so interesting because when I was pregnant I didn't feel like my hair got better I didn't feel like I had more hair my nails were brittle I I was like what the hell you know what's up what where did this glow go where why don't I have mermaid hair why isn't my skin glowing yeah yeah like I wasn't having breakouts or anything but like I just nothing was what I thought like I'm like I don't have this like huge hair but then I was like maybe that means it won't really fall out once right and it didn't seem to until recently all of a sudden I have like all these baby hairs in the front and I have like kind of sideburns yes oh don't even get me started what is up with that sideburns that like just stick out yeah like I look that never had before Never had before. Yeah, me and either. I didn't know if it was just from breakage from getting my hair done too much recently, but like my sideburns are out of control. Yeah, me too. Ugh. And I, so I was like, okay, this is all new. And, you know, I thought that once I was, I breastfed to like eight months, seven mm-hmm. and a half months. So I thought, I was like, okay, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen now since it hadn't happened yet. Still didn't. And now all of a sudden I'm noticing it. So I don't really know. I don't really know. I feel like for people that could pull off bangs, yeah. Um, to hide the baby hairs if they're super bad in the front, if you just got like straight across bangs, it actually would just help them to blend in. Other than that, like you just got to wait it out, I think. Right. What about any products for a dry scalp, like people that have dandruff? Yeah, I've actually been having dry scalp a little bit lately. Yeah. I find if I sleep with my hair wet, my scalp gets really irritated. Okay. So if you're having dry scalp and you're somebody that goes to sleep with your hair wet, try not doing that. Okay. Try washing it in the morning. Okay. Um, or having it dry before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. And um, or just dry the scalp like with a blow dryer before you go to sleep. Okay. And then um, Orbe makes a dandruff shampoo, and I was like, okay, you know, there's so many out there. And our old nanny, she was having really bad dandruff, and so I gave it to her, and she couldn't believe how well it worked. Wow. And she had tried a lot of things. So Okay. I should I, get that. I have someone in my family that has yeah. that dandruff. Yeah. 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 So the Orbe, um, it's like in a light pink bottle. It works. Okay. Yeah, because he was just using, I think, head and shoulders yeah. or something like really basic. Right. Because um, there's like salsam blue. I feel like yeah. if you oh, try. Yeah, he's using salsam blue, I think, too. Yeah. Because yeah. if you try those and they don't work, like I know Orbe is expensive, but even yeah. if you get it under control and then maybe you could use it like every other washer, every right. third wash, you don't have to use it every time, but like just Something to get it under control it. first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. What is like next for you? You have your almost one and a half year old, yeah. like a booming career. Is there product in your future? Like what are you hoping I mean, for? I have, I mean, I do, I've had a product idea for a really long time and it's really sad that I haven't made it happen. Okay. Um, maybe this can be the impetus to get you yeah, like motivated. Maybe, maybe yeah. I will. Cause I, it's, I think it's a great idea. It still doesn't exist. It's like made from a couple of things that do exist, but oh it's God, like, a, I need to know I'll what t- it is. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you. Tell me. Okay. And so, so you I guys should look just, out for Kylie's yeah. next like amazing magic. Yeah. yeah. I'll work on that. And then, um, I, I don't know. I've, I feel like I should just do that. I don't you know. You should. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot. I feel like you have 
a lot of people ask me the same question. Having a one and a half year old, it's kind of like too big of a question to actually answer. You're like, yeah. God, I just need to get through the day almost. Right. Yeah. Well, I'll have ideas. We just were talking about this because I've been like just in mommy mode and now I'm kind of in a place where I'm like, okay, like I want, I've been, you know, working a lot more than yeah. I had in the first year of her life. And mm-hmm. I just am ready to be more like productive when it does come to that, yeah. like my work and what does like make me thrive and more of a future and yeah. with my work and business. And so I have just been thinking about that. Like last week, John and I were talking about it because I was like, I need to be focusing more on stuff for me. On too. what's next. Yeah, and what's totally. Next. And not just taking it as it comes. Yeah. Like actually being proactive about yeah. setting a goal yeah. and reaching it. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review because I want to hear from you guys. You can let me know what you thought of this episode or anything more you want to hear about. Thanks. Peace in the streets.